Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am What's happening with it? What you doing? How you feeling? Where you going? You ain't going no goddamn where. Now, if you're listening to me and you're wondering, why the fuck is this coming out on fucking Tuesday and not on Wednesday? It's because while you're listening to this, your boy's headed to the N.O. I'm going, going to, to New Orleans, Orleans, and I'm about to go see what the shrimp po' boy's talking about. Do you hear me? Now, a bulk of you might be asking yourself, why is Reek going to New Orleans? And I'm here to tell you, mind your fucking business. Unless I tell it to you. Okay, cool. I have a party coming up. It will be happening, well, if today's Tuesday, it is 28.3, which would mean next few days, because I'm terrible at math. Ha ha. Come through to motherfucking Jack in the Box, man. I fucking gave you the blueprint yesterday. You bring your ass, right? After you come, come through around 4, 35 o'clock. Drink the Bev. Holla at your boy. How many opportunities do you have to listen to your favorite podcaster and then go to his party? I don't fucking charge meet and greet tickets. I'm not doing no shit to where I'm doing live shows and at my live show, that's the only time you get to meet me. If you fucking buy the VIP ticket and you got to spend an extra fucking $40 just for me to give you a dab and tell you, yo, I see you. Nah, party with your boy. How many people do this? I legitimately have a party I've created from scratch to where you can link me. We can fuck talk about Zeon Yon. We can talk about niggas being hydrated. We can get on these hoes. I'm single. It's not like I have like a secret girlfriend in the tuck. I'm out here, man. You need to come fuck with your boy. And if you're a woman, check this out. A lot of women have an understanding that cuffing season is just not for the winter. But they also don't want to have a boyfriend out and out. They want to have a sneaky link. After they get done drinking, after they went through the brunch, when they have some free time when they're not at work, they don't need a nigga on their back. They just want some penis on standby. I know the truth, okay? That's all these women want. They want to do hot girl springs, hot girl summers. They do not want a boyfriend per se. They just want someone to do boyfriend shit with. I can show you two of these gentlemen, ladies. I can get you in the game. I can have you be happy with someone on y'all terms. If y'all want to fucking start going out, that's cool. If y'all just want to fucking drink honey and have sex from time to time, cool. If you like, I don't know, all my children and you fucking found somebody that likes that bum ass show, cool. I have a type of nigger for every woman that's going to be in the establishment. These women are incredible. These women are sophisticated. These men are incredible. These men are sophisticated because only incredible, sophisticated people come to my party. You need to bring your ass, both women and men alike. I gave you the blueprint. I gave you the space. I gave you the links. I gave you the motherfucking drinks. You don't have to fucking pay for drinks. I'm like, hey, I see what's going on. You guys have nothing in your hand. We're at a Jack Daniels event. Why is there no Jack Daniels there? Well, you know, we're just taking, the t- taking it slow. Slow? We're not at Jack in the Box to take it slow. I'll be right back. You can come through with the drinks. That could be the icebreaker. You can look like that nigga. And then maybe 
just maybe procure the kitten consensually. But you need to come to my party to find out. Jackinthebox.splashdad.com. Also, are you hydrated? Did I say that already? If I didn't, I fucking forgot because I'm doing an ad. Get some motherfucking water in your body, especially that day. You know what I'm saying? I walked you through the reasons why. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you never know when's the first time that somebody saw you play. Maybe this is the first time you listened to my show. Do me a favor. Go to 17.2. Just scroll down. Go to 17.2. And when you get there, listen up. And I go through the importance of drinking water. I'm here for the people. Okay? All right. Also, leave me a fucking rating and a review. Give me a five-star review. Don't be a fucking hating-ass nigger. Hate does not flow through your bloodstream. You're better than this. I just need a reviews, people. I'm trying to get to 1,000 reviews. Once I get to 1,000 reviews, 1K, that's when I'm going to fucking have my mark. Like, ha, I'm in the building. Do you hear what I'm talking about? Size 12, two, size 12 shoe as I tread the earth. I tread the earth in my size 12 ever so gracefully. And if you need me to tread even more gracefully, help your boy get to a rack. I believe I'm at 500 something right now. A rack is what needs to be done. I am Big Rack. My, shout out to my man, Didi. If you're listening to this, he's probably cruising around in the car and you didn't expect this shout out. Didi is one of my best friends in the whole wide world. Didi is Haitian. Didi is from Brooklyn. Didi is a father of two. I'm the godfather to one of these children. And he calls me Big Rack. So help Big Rack get to a rack. Okay? All right. Smooth. It's email time, everyone. And I have a few things to read to you guys. Let's start with this very, very long email from my man Aaron. But before I do so, just like clockwork, I'm getting an email. I'm sorry, I'm getting a phone call. Give me, give me a few minutes. Hold on. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. So yes, this comes from Aaron. It is entitled, Just a Young Positive King Trying to Help Bring Dublin Back. Sorry, this is so long-winded. Hey, Reek. There's a comma after that. You can call me Aaron because that's the name my mother gave me and I'm not in witness protection or some other nonsense. Well, shout out to you for not snitching. Huh. If by any chance you remember, I have previously DM'd you. Say my piece about the admiration and respect I have for you about a year and a half ago. So I won't waste precious email time rewriting it. At General underscore Mills on IG if you want to go back and read that on the podcast as well. You know what? I'll do so. You're not going to call my bro- bluff, nigga. You understand? General underscore Mills. M-I-L-S. All right. Okay. This came on December 1st, 2018. Hey, just wanted to reach out to you, bro, and salute. I personally only found the podcast a few months ago, but I listened to them all and was ecstatic when you guys came back. I want you to know that you're my favorite part of the podcast, mostly because you and the way you carry yourself and your personality is so much like mine. A naturally reclusive person that still wants to be out here from time to time. It really proves to me that when people like me come out of our shell around good people, that positive things can happen. I really respect you, love your point of view, your wit, your sense of humor, and wish you nothing but the best. I don't really expect a response to this. Just felt like reaching out. I told you, good brother, messages like this is why I do the show. Thank you for listening, 
and I'm honored that I'm the favorite portion of the show. You said truly a man of the people. That's when I was on the clubhouse, and I mean that show has recently dissipated. Me and Mouse have done our perspective things. Uh, I see here that you are Brooklyn born and raised, so my guess is that you're gonna be a Jack in the Box because as I'm looking at your page, I'm looking at you at Howard University. I'm looking at you at the Virginia Beach Oceanfront. I am looking at you at Virginia Beach again. I am looking at you at a Bouju Banton concert. Oh, this is fucking Earth Gang. <laughs> I thought it was Bouju Banton. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm seeing you taking all these cool pics. Take a cool pic at my party, brethren. Anywho, back to the email. That being said, I had taken a break from listening and I'm now catching up and have been getting bombarded with promotions for Jack in the Box on March 14th. I must say that you, sir, being such an outstanding orator, are very convincing. The statement that sold me was, I'm bringing Dubbin back. I am. No more cool guy spots. No more fucking bottle service. No more VIP. No more women taking pictures of them having, I'm sorry, of them having hypothetical fun. We're bringing dubbing back. You're going to come through behind the girl. She's going to have the waistline. You can be like, oh, hey, what's happening? I mean, I was looking at you from across the fucking party. What's up? And then she's going to fucking grab. They're going to do that thing where they grab the back of your head when they dance with you. And you're going to have your head on her shoulder. And you're going to be like, mm, you smell like Celine number nine. Celine number nine gets me aroused. It's like, hey. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just in the moment. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. I'm not a creeper. You just smell super good. Fuck it. I'll talk to you after the show and Paul goes off. You know what I'm saying? I know how it goes already. Anywho. As someone who has grown tired of going to parties to stand with, off to the side with the rest of the guys while women folk from a circle protection and give the air all the love. Now, while I'm still appreciative of ass shaking from any distance, I didn't roll out of the bed, clean myself up, put on my flyest shit, pay the cover to come through and see something I could have gone on YouTube and seen done better for free. I came here for dubbing. As such, I've decided to purchase my ticket on March 10th, just like everyone else that will love to get a flick when we're there. Okay, so you fucking bought your ticket today. You bought your ticket right now shout out to you okay i was talking all that shit you coming through brethren that's what the fuck i'm talking about my nigga you get paid on tuesday you fucking work for the health office office who gets paid on tuesday anyway whatever that's not my business but there is something that i believe may impede me from achieving my goal as you stated previously you are a man who is now 30 years of age happy belated by the way thank you and have a friend group that I'll assume is in the same age range. I am 22 years old and have a maturity that have, that has always placed me beyond those years in the eyes of others. That being the case, I have many close friends that tend to be older than me. And I never seem out of place until numbers get involved. I cannot tell you the amount of times I'll be out somewhere with my friends. Bars being a newer place because for me, I didn't get carded often between 18 and 21. Shout out to you. And I begin talking to a friend of a friend that I had met there as I am quite fond of older women. We get to talking, my ages ask for whatever reason, either met with a look of shock or disappointment depending on how good I was doing. And as I'm immediately looked at like I'm 11 years old in a trench coat. I'm writing to ask if young people like myself are welcome to frolic freely among the older women or would I be seen as the kid trying to have fun with the adults. 
I promise I'm cool. I just want to enjoy the vibes and dance with someone aging like fine wine. Sorry this email was a bit long. I had a lot on my heart. Keep pushing and know that you have a support in me, Aaron, sent from my iPhone. Well, Aaron, first and foremost, please copy a ticket today. I would definitely love to meet you, give you dap. Secondarily, I too went through this eight years ago when I was 22. And I was talking to older women. And I would tell them my age. And they'd be like, oh, you a baby. Is what you say after that is what separates the men from the boys. All you got to do is be like, man, whatever you say, man. Listen, I might be 22. You might be 27. But what does that really mean? You know what? What, what are you doing tomorrow? Let's hang out. Give, at least give me a chance to show my maturity. You know what I mean? And then they'd be like, okay. Because here's what is the difference between when I was 22 and now. Women will fuck you if you don't have kids and you're loyal. That's it. They will use you as their little young thing. I am telling you, I'm, 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 I'm amongst the older crowd, so I know what I'm talking about. They will give you a chance. You have to not look like you're a dweeb. You understand? There's 22-year-olds that look dumb as hell. And if you're as mature as you say you look, and if you have the game that you say that you have, once the age, come, age comes up, I'm like, yo, listen, I'm 22. I turn 23 in a few months, whatever have you. Just roll with it. Don't look embarrassed. When they start laughing or if they do a little chuckle or they say some shit like, yo, you were young and whatever, stand tall, stand firm. Look them in the eye like, listen, we're not going to play those games, all right? I cannot control when I was born. I can go to a bar just like you. I can take you out just like a 30-year-old can. Don't just don't just dismiss me just because I was born in, when were you born? 1997, whatever. Because Pop Smoke showed us. He's Mr. Bitches. Pop Smoke was 20 years old fucking all these hoes. Now, you didn't make welcome to the party, and that's totally fine. But what I can say is, from your emails, you are an outstanding fellow. And I'm here to tell you that I will personally see to it that you don't get fronted on at my party. Because now I've invested interest in you because you've given me fucking love on numerous occasions. Cop that goddamn ticket today. Bring your ass to the party. Like, yo, Reek, what's up? It's General Mills. I'm going to dab you up. Like, oh, what's good, brother? 22 is in the house. And you will see with your own two eyes how the older crowd is going to give it up. Because everybody's going to be around, I want to say, between like 32 to like 26, 27. So you're going to come in and you're going to be the one thing that women want. The low nigga. You're too young to probably be in their friend group. The places that they go are not the places that you go. It's kind of like meeting someone at the aquarium or some shit like that. You guys, they'll they'll trick themselves into into thinking that you guys don't have similar interests. They can go to these brunches. They can go to these lounges. They can go to these clubs, and they won't see you. They won't see your friends. They don't have to worry about, you know, that I fuck one of his friends or not. It is all good. Do you hear me? Bring your ass you are in that good age to where they can just see you as a sex toy. That is a great space to be. Oh, this nigga's full of energy. You're only 22 years old. I need you in me. And then once you fucking show them like, yeah, I'm 22 years old, but this dick work, shoddy. Then I'm like, oh, word? Really? Then you take them out, order them a drink, do what you got to do. And procure the kitten. Thank you so much for fucking writing in. I look forward to speaking to you and meeting you on March 14th. Next email. My good brother. This comes from Thailand. Or Thailand. Or Thailand. 
I would fucking say your name, my nigga. What's good, brother Rick? I'm emailing from Texas. I'm always hydrated. Don't ask. I have been fucking with you and Mouse since the podcast began back then and always wanted to follow whatever direction y'all went in after the clubhouse ended. We are around the same age. I just turned 31 on the 13th. Shout out to you. This was February 24th. So your birthday was four days before mine. So we relate on a lot of shit. Keep doing what you're doing, bro, and keep your head up and consistent. I'll be a fan regardless. Can you explain the equipment you use and the process it takes for you to do a one-man show? Yes, I can. So uh, let me see here. What I have here. I'm sorry. I went away from the mic. I'm trying to see what kind of fucking mic this is. I am using a ATR1500 mic, uh, Audio-Technica. I have a motherfucking hard drive. The hard drive I have is Easy Store WD. It is one terabyte. I then uh, I use Audacity as the thing that I record on because I don't have a Mac, so I can't use GarageBand or Fruity Loops. I had to download Audacity. And I plug my fucking microphone into my mixer. The name of the mixer is do 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 a Behringer b-e-h-r-i-n-g-e-r uh then it is a e i'm sorry x-e write this down let me give you a second open up your notes app come on bro come on man i have a show to do open the goddamn app open the notes app bro thank you it is b-e-h-r-i-n-g-e-r Behringer then it is X E N Y X space Q eight O two USB. That is the mixer that I use. I mean, it is a eight input mixer with a USB. It's going to be around $80 or so. I mean, I connect my microphone into that. I then went into audacity after I went to audacity it's going you have to go into your uh settings you have to go into let me see here you have to go to do 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 all right so when you're not recording you're gonna go into preferences or you just press control uh p after you do that um you're gonna have to make your shit configure with the mixer so you're going to go to usb audio codec once you do that you're going to align everything make sure it's the two uh it's the two stereo recording joint make sure that the speakers you're utilizing is real tech uh it's going to be three different things so it's mme uh then it's going to say microphone usb codec make sure you choose that then to your stereo recording then speakers and uh headphones after you do that make yourself an anchor account because that's the easiest way to do it iTunes takes forever. It's going to take you about three weeks for you to be approved. Make sure this is big now. You record like a 10 minute episode, just 10 minutes, just something so they can approve it. Once you're approved, do a little 10 minute, whatever, whatever. Get yourself in the game. Delete that 10 minute episodes because it's probably going to be swagless. And then you locked in. Then you can do what I do. Open your laptop, break out your mixer, plug in the microphone into the mixer, open up Audacity, record on Audacity, save on Audacity, drag and drop from your motherfucking folder to the fucking Anchor app. And then you are locked in, brother. 
hopefully that was a fucking big help if you need more help let me know i'll try to express it as best as i can i'm trying to get down to texas so you know what your next email tell me what to do in houston i want to go to houston this year i just need to be there let the good brother know what he has to do this is going to be the last email of the day so listen up just some for slow email days okay just some for slow email days all right so you want to help out with the content shout out to you call me just alex rick what's good i'm currently crying right now because i was listening to 26.3 and you were reading the last email of the episode referring to the women only having 20 dollars for the rest of the week and you replied you can get some ground beef and pasta and thug it out for a couple of days my nigga i am dead ass listening with five dollars in my account boiling noodles and cooking meat for spaghetti as i listened come on my nigga i know what's going on i know what struggle is like if you have ten dollars you have a meal you get the ground beef you get the pasta you get some fucking sauce and you are locked in anywho we all really be struggling the same out here anyways though Keep at it, bro. You might not think you're doing a lot, but you are inspiring. Your consistency alone speaks volumes. I have two podcasts myself, and it's a hassle at times just sitting down recording, especially when it's other shit on your mind, stressing you out, and worried about producing a good show for the good people. Anywho, while I'm here, I just want to ask your opinion. So D-Way just recently had a doc come out on ESPN, I believe. So my question is, do you feel that all the shenanigans in the media lately about his son was for all hype to get people to watch the doc? Also, remember the shit that happened with Gabrielle Union and Terry Crews a few weeks ago. Me personally, soon as I seen uh, the shit ad about the doc, I'm sorry, per me personally, soon as I seen the ad about the doc, I just knew it was all about clickbait bullshit to lead to this. But this email ran way longer than expected, and my noodle is about to be done, so I'll be listening. Sent from my iPhone. No, I don't believe so. I don't know D-Wade personally. I don't know anybody in his camp personally. But D-Wade, to me, is someone of great integrity. While he played, he never did nothing egregious. Um, all of his interviews have been candid. All of his interviews have been stellar. He's definitely uh, worked on his presentation as far as how he articulates his words. He's never disrespected no women. Uh, he's never slapped nobody outside of what happened with Rajon Rondo when he broke his arm and when he broke Kobe's nose. That's just what happens when you're in battle. But he's never been a dirty player. Um, he's been up and up as, as far as fatherhood is concerned. He, he showcases his marriage all the time with Gatorade commercials and whatever have you. I don't think someone with the profile of Dwayne Wade would demean his son's lifestyle for a fucking documentary. Nah, he can, there's way more things you can do as far as bring light to a situation. His son wants to be a woman. I'm not familiar with the terminology I'm supposed to be using. I, I'm understanding of pronouns, what have you. She wants to be referred to as she. And I believe Dean Wade is doing something that doesn't really happen in the African-American community. Publicly showcasing, I'm going to be accepting of your lifestyle, although I didn't see this coming. I know for a fact when Dean Wade first had his son, whatever, 13 years ago, he did not anticipate his son would one day be like, Dad, I would like to be your daughter. So what he did, as opposed to keeping that shit under wraps, he could have just never talked about it. He was like... And I mean, you go to D-Wade's house and you just see 
homeboy there, and you're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, my nigga, I didn't know you had a daughter. I'm like, well, it's a long story. Just mind your business. He didn't do none of that shit. He went on the forefront, like, listen, I'm a black father. My son is gay, and there needs to be more fucking support for gay people. We need to not be referring to them as gay people. They're people that just want to live a lifestyle that isn't like yours. That's all it is. These niggas don't need to be grouped in together. These niggas don't need to be in this place to where they need to experience isolationism. You're a black man. You're an Asian man. You're a man that fucking works at Foot Locker. You're a guy that just wants to be referred to as a girl. It's all whatever. We're all human beings. We're all in this together. There's not like two Earths. We're all here. And it's all good. Now, I have personal questions as to giving your son the opportunity to even make such a big lifestyle decision. But that's not for me to fucking read the question him about because I'm not a father. And even if I was a father, that's not my kid. He knows what the fuck is going on. He knows what he wants to do with his kids. So now, nah, outside of Gabriel Union, that's something that's totally different. I believe you have to be a low-grade-ass nigga to use your son for ratings for a documentary about yourself when you're a three-time champion and you're a superstar athlete with all the media coverage. This nigga had a fucking going-away retirement tour. Besides Kobe, nobody else has done that. You know what I'm saying? His profile is upper echelon. I mean, he was just in a Rick Ross video with terrible bars. You know what I'm saying? He fucking, he's on, um, he's on the talk show on Tuesday nights with Shaq and Candace Parker. He does not need more exposure for anything. Know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Uh, all in all, shout out to you for being broke. We're all fucking thugging it out together. Pasta and ground beef and sauce will definitely keep you alive until you get your money right. If you can just... I don't know how much money you have because you say you have $5 currently, but this is weeks ago. If you can just up it up a few more dollars, just just a few. Know what I mean, if you have just four... As opposed to having 15, if you have $19... Just just, just kick it up four more dollars. Buy yourself some spinach. Put some greens on your plate. You know what I mean? Because if you're going to be broke, at least try to be someone healthy. Try to get some broccoli in there. Some mixed vegetables. You know what I mean? Spinach. And cook that too. Just just tweak just the $15 budget. Just, just tweak it to 19 If you can just get that $4 threshold, that's going to get you in the game. Thank you so much for writing in. Uh, I'm so upset that... Matter of fact, I don't know where the fuck you live at. But... If you need some things to do, if you want to forget about your brokenness, you too need to come to Jack in the Box. I would love to meet you too. And we could talk about being broke with one another. With that being said, it's going to conclude 28.3. Thank you so much for listening to me. I will see you guys on episode 29. On episode 29, I'll tell you how New Orleans was. I'll tell you what the fuck I was doing. I'll tell you what the fuck I was thinking. I will tell you what The Rock was cooking. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing, and I'll speak to you on Monday.